Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Fusion Church. And this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Haven't seen some of you guys woo, in a while now. It's been a full year. <laughs> Today we are reading in, in Luke uh, chapter 2. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day that you have given us. I thank you, Father God, for your word. For your word is life to us. Your word speaks to us. Your word directs us, Father God. And I just thank you for it, Father. People first, Father God, as we share this morning, Father, let it be you and not us, Father God. And I thank you for all those who are watching and listening, Lord. And I pray that you would just bless them and meet their needs today. For this we ask, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, Pastor Jason will be reading the word this morning. All right, good morning. Luke 2, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it came to pass in those days that, that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now they were, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had set, seen him, they made widely known the saying, which was told them concerning this child. And those who, all those who heard it marveled at those things with which they were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told to them. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now in the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves 
were two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought the child, Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken to him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Verse 36. Now there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayer night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who look for redemption in Jerusalem. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover, and when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the, the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother did not know it, but supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him amongst, among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem at seeking him. Now it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of teachers, both listening to them and, and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Stretch if you need to. So much information in this particular chapter. So much information about the Lord. And I'm only going to touch on a couple of little areas here this morning uh, because of the time limit, you know. But, but pretty much I want to talk a little bit about the shepherd. You know, the, you know, it says there in verse 8 that they were at the, at the countryside, you know, in the field. You know, they were keeping watch over the sheep, you know, and an angel appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord was upon that place that they were in. They were greatly afraid, you know. And, and, uh, and the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. So he brought he brought them a message. He brought them a, a message that this is for all people. It's not just for you guys, but it's for all people. And for me, that's a call. That's a calling of God. God has given them something, you know, and, and, I, and I feel that they were, they were being called at this particular time because they were just out there 
you know, probably just resting, looking at the sheep, you know, taking it easy. And all of a sudden, these angels appear, you know, and, and it says in verse 11, for there is to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Matthews 1.21, it says, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You know, and even in back in the Old Testament, Isaiah 9.6, he talks about the Lord. He says, and in Isaiah 9, 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Consular, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So he's have all these different things talking about, talking about Jesus. So, you know, so when these shepherds are there, and they were totally, totally amazed at what was happening, you know, because the angel was there. The angel was talking to them. And in verse 12, he says, and this will be a sign for you. You will find the babe wrapped in a swathering clothes, laying in a manger. You know, so at this particular at this particular time, the, the, the angel shared with them, you know, they were receiving they were receiving the, the word that the angel say. And I bet you, even though the angel told them, do not fear, they probably were still afraid, you know, because it's something new. But it's something new. But this angel, angel was there on a mission. You know, he was there to to present the, the Lord to them. He was there to to bring an invitation to them. Because right after the angel says this, it says in verse thirteen, and then suddenly, suddenly there was an angel at the with the angel a multitude, a heavenly host, praising and singing to God. You know, and that and that means that the heavens must have opened up, and they must have seen this multitude of heavenly hosts, you know, worshiping the Lord. You know, and he says in fourteen, and they were and they were saying, "Glory to God in the highest, and our earth peace, goodwill towards men." You know, so you know, so they gave the glory to God. You know, and 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 here we see that that the shepherds was watching all this. So I bet you, I bet you, they really didn't know what to do. They really didn't know what to do at, at, at that particular moment. But, you know, but they, they, but they must have been talking about it. They must have been amazed. And they, and they said, you know what? We got to go check this out. We got to go check. We got to do something. So there was this call on their lives at that particular moment. You know, and it says there that in verse 16, and they came with haste. You know, they went with haste. That means they were in a hurry. They wanted to say, what is this? that the angels were talking about. Let us see for ourselves what is all this. And they came with haste and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. You know, they were there, you know, and, and it says in uh, 17, and when they had seen him, they made widely known the saints which was told by uh, the, uh, concerning the child. So in other words, they were, they were so excited that they wanted to share what they received. You know, they received a word of the Lord, you know, and they went and searched out this word and they found the child and they were, uh, they, and they were there and they, and they just was telling it. You know, we saw the angels came. The angels told us this about, about a child being born. You know, so they were there telling, they were sharing the word of God. They were giving away what God already has given them, a blessing. And it says in 18, and all those who heard it marveled at these things which were being told by the shepherd. So everybody that was there, you know, was listening. Everybody that was there. So they got a word. And they needed to share that word, 
And that's pretty much what I'm what I'm gearing on this morning. It is that God has given each and every single one of us a word. God has given each and every single one a mission. God has given each and every single one something that he would like us to fulfill, to meet, to complete, to say, you know, something that we need to do. And in this season that we're living in, you know, we're coming into the beginning. This is the beginning of the year going into this Daniel fast and God is on the move and God already started to speak to many of us. You know, and, and God is sharing with you. So you know what God is sharing with you. You know what the word has been speaking to you. And we need to make sure that we get the word out, you know, and connect groups. Come on now. Connect groups are right here. And, and, and they're putting them together. Even though you you may you may not say, well, I didn't register for a group. Hey, you know, just do it. Register anyway. You know, you get that group out there. God is giving you something that he wants you to share. You need to share. You know, nobody would have been blessed by the shepherds if they would have stayed out in the field and kept everything to themselves. You know, but they felt, you know, we got to go check this out. And we and they said that they went there with haste. You know, they were there to share. And all who heard, and all who heard were amazed. You know, so again, what is it that the Lord is speaking to us this season that we're in? Beginning of the new year, you know, January, getting ready to start connect groups in a few weeks. What is it? And look what it says in verse 19. It says, you know, Mary heard all this thing, you know, and it says, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. So she was receiving all this information. And I'm sure as a, as a mom, you know, she, she was just taking everything in. Because they were talking about her child. They were talking, and she already heard what the angel has told her, that he would be a savior, you know. And here we have confirmation coming, you know, people that she didn't even know, you know, coming and sharing that information. And that's why it's so important that the word that the Lord has given you to share, whatever God has given you, you know, to share with other people, somebody's waiting on us. Somebody's waiting on you to say you know, to bring that message, to bring that message. And here, you know, and now here, here we go into, into another, another individual, Simeon, you know, you know, and he, he was in the temple, you know, and he was a godly man. He says, he says there that, that his name was Simeon and that he, and he was a man that was just and devout, you know what I mean? So he was dedicated to the Lord, waiting for the consolation of Israel, you know, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And the Holy, he must have been good if the Holy Spirit was upon him at that particular moment. He, he was doing what he had to do, you know, and it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit itself that, you know, he will not die until he sees the Christ, until he sees the Christ. And here we got in a perfect timing, a perfect timing that, uh, they're bringing Jesus in, you know, to present him, to present him after, you know, he was circumcised and everything to present him, you know, and here he is. He's going to take him. And it says there in verse 27, you know, and and he came by the, the spirit into the temple. So the Holy Spirit guided him in and there was his parents and they brought the child to him, you know, as if it was their custom. And he took him in his arms and blessed him. 
and bless them. That's exactly what we do with our kids when we have them, we present them to the Lord. You know, we bring them to the church, we bring them to the pastors, and we present them. And, you know, and here they were presenting Jesus, you know, and look what it says in verse 29. Because Simeon had that promise from the Holy Spirit that he would not die until he sees the Christ. And when he saw Jesus, his, his eyes were open and he says, Lord, now you are letting your, you can let your servant depart or die in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. So he starts declaring these this things about, about Jesus because, you know, Jesus was his salvation, you know. And it says in verse 31, which you have prepared before the face for all people. Again, all of us, we are all included in all this. So he was bringing word. He was, you know, actually he was testifying. He was testifying at that particular moment what he has heard. And he was just sharing. He was just giving it out there, you know. And it says in verse 29, a light, a light to bring salvation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. So here he's he's also expressing that this, you know, this Jesus, this salvation that he was talking about, you know, it's not just for, for just Israel. It's for also for Gentiles. It's also for all people. So I could just imagine, you know, that, that, you know, he's saying all these things about the Lord. And here we have, you know, Mary and Joseph there, you know, and they're saying all these beautiful things about, about this child. I don't know about you, but if somebody's speaking nice things about my child, I get excited. And, you know, and if you're speaking nice things about your child, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you protect your chest out a little bit, you know, you put your shoulders back a little bit. Because you're talking about my my boy, you're talking about my girl, you know, and and, and that's they're sharing all these beautiful things. So I know, I know that that Mary and Joseph was like, oh man. And it says there, and it says there in verse 34, and Simeon blessed them. He blessed them, he blessed this child, you know, and that's why it's so important. You know, because Simeon, Simeon was releasing what he has heard, releasing what he has felt from the Lord, you know, and it was about this, the, the, the child Christ, you know, and he was just releasing it to the parents and said, this is what I heard. So before they, they, they heard the shepherds, the shepherds were declaring, the shepherds said, we heard the angels speak to us. Simeon is saying all oh, these beautiful things about the Lord, you know, so, so it's a beautiful thing how God puts it all together. God has people in certain places for certain times, for certain seasons, and he's giving them something that they need to accomplish, something that they need to do. And Simeon, even though he had this promise from the Holy Spirit, you know, it was something that he made open. You know, he put it out there, you know, because he heard it and now he's able to speak it out, you know, and they all heard it, that he had this promise. And that's why we need to share. We need to share what God has given us. We need to give it away. It's not for us to keep it to ourselves, but it's time for us to give it away because somebody needs to hear you. Somebody, and we all have circles of people. Come on now. There's a circle of people that, that, that you know, that kind of goes behind you all the time, you know, that they are always there. And sometimes they'll listen to you before they'll listen to somebody else, you know, and the Lord has given us something. We need to share that. We need to give it away. You need, if it's a word of encouragement, it's a word of direction, you know, or just being there for somebody, just praying with them. We all have something that we can do 
and kind of connect group season is here. We put in groups together, either get involved, lead a group, or, or become part of a group, but do something because God is waiting on you to do something. God is waiting on you to fulfill certain things because he already did everything on the cross. He says, I gave you all authority. You go out and do it, you know? So he already did everything. So he's waiting on us. So what is God waiting on you to do? What is God waiting on me to do? You know, I'm still 64, you know, years years young. And sometimes I can scratch my head and say, am I doing all that I'm supposed to do? You know, is there something more that I can do? You know, and there always is. There always is. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was blessed uh, this, this Sunday because I was there, and I'm, and and I and I mean, I'm not Sunday, uh, Saturday. Normally, I'm setting up the, I'm setting up the church and everything else. And sometimes, you know, you you you're there, you just do your thing. You just do what God has given you to do. And I'm there, and, and these guys came in and they started sharing. Hey, we we appreciate you. We appreciate what? He said, he says, you're, 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 you're such a father figure, you know, and, 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 you know, and, and, and I said to myself, well, I'm not here to, I'm just doing my thing. I'm just doing my thing. But, you know, but, the, and that's why we need to make sure that we are open to the Lord and are open to do whatever he has called us to do, whether if it's making a cup of coffee that they make beautiful coffee and EHT all the time. Come on now. I've been there. You guys make beautiful coffee. You know, you make that Bustelo and you put it aside for us, you know, you know, so, so I am grateful for that, you know, so, well, so these guys came and, and they were, and they were just talking with me and I said, I said, well, you know, glory goes to God, but, you know, we need to be available and we need to do what the Lord has called us, you know, and we, and we jumping in here because my time is running out. One more person I want to talk about. I want to talk about this Anna in verse 36 and 38. I spoke to about her before. But, you know, she was a faithful woman. She was a widower. You know, she was 84, 84 years at, as a widow, you know, after, after her husband passed away. Only married for seven years. You know, her husband passed, but she devoted her time to the temple. In other words, she devoted her time to God. And she was always eager to serve, eager to do something, eager to present something. And she was there. You know, it says it says in verse 38 and coming in, this is her, you know, coming in with what they were at after after Simeon blessed them and everything else. And she was there and it says coming in that instant, she gave thanks to God and spoke of him. Look at that. And spoke of him. So she was there and she was saying and she started to speak of him and to all that were there. In other words, she was talking about the redemption of Jerusalem, but she was talking about the Messiah. He was talking about that, that he was there. You know, she was eager. She was willing to share. And she was a woman, you know, and talking back in the old days, sometimes the woman did it. People didn't want to hear the woman. You know, but she was there and she was faithful. She was so faithful that some people, some believe that they made a room, especially for her in the temple, because she was always there. She was all school. Come on now. You know, you guys that have, that have been around for a while and, you know, and you remember your grandma, your great grandma, you know, old school. They, they, they spent all the time in prayer. I used to walk in, in my grandma and you find her on her knees all the time praying, you know, and then making you pray. I remember going in there, being a little boy, and she said, did you be said your prayers? No. And bam, you know, come here to do your prayers. 
you know? So, you know, so she was there. And here it was, a faithful older woman who loved the Lord because she said she served the Lord with fasting and prayer. And Pastor Brendan made a point of that uh, yesterday when he was talking uh, uh, about, you know, the Daniel fast, you know, fasting and prayer. And sometimes it's only through fasting and prayer that we get the breakthrough. So again, I'm going to challenge you guys. Again, I'm going to say, what does God have put in your heart to share? What he has told you to do for somebody or something. I don't know. That's between you and him. But God is speaking to us in this season. And he's saying, it's time. It's time to move forward. It's time to give away what I have given you. It's time to share what you have in your heart. Because I know within this group of individuals that I'm speaking to this morning, there are many of you that are willing and you guys are right there ready, ready to go forward and, and say, you know, I think I can do this. But I'm telling you, you can. Word of God says you can do all things to Christ Jesus who strengthens you. And God will make a way for you. Just like in this chapter, you know, that all these individuals were stepping up. All these individuals were doing something that they would not ordinarily do, but they were all doing it, and they were all proclaiming Jesus. And we are in the season that we got to proclaim the Savior, that we got to proclaim him because he's the answer to all the issues that are around us. He's the answer. Look what happened even yesterday, you know, and I know sometimes the sports get a little carried away, but there was, there was one game that both teams were kneeling down and praying for that one individual that was hurt last week, you know, in that, in, that, in that game, you know, and it came together and it says, hey, that's a start. And those are individuals just out there playing the game. And they came together for prayer. We're coming together for corporate prayer. We're coming together 21 day fast. We're coming together to do something that is greater because it's for the kingdom of God. And God is calling you and God is calling me. So whatever it is that you need to share, let's share it. Let's pass it on. Let's give it away because God is on the move. And I believe in this season that we're in, God is going to be break, breakthrough to many of us, answer prayers, healings to many of us, whatever it is. If you just humble yourself before the Lord and just say, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? He will tell you. And many of you already know. I'm just, just throwing it out there. I'm just challenging you a little bit to release it because somebody needs to hear you. Somebody needs to, because we all have something that we can give. We all got something. We can either lead a group or we can be a co-lead or we can just be part of a group. But your voice is important. Your voice is important. So it's time for us to speak up, time for us to declare the Lord, time for us to do what he has called us to do just like these individuals were doing here in chapter two of the book of Luke. They were all sharing, they were all talking about, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, and even Jesus, you know, through all this whole thing, we see how humble he was because even towards the end of this chapter, you know, it says, he says that he went with them, his mom and dad, you know, this was after he went to the temple and after he got lost, and all that kind of stuff. You know how kids are. They get lost all the time. You know, that he got lost. So he wasn't really lost. He was in the temple preaching. But they didn't know where he was at. But yet again, even though he was a son of God, he says, and he went down with them and came to Nazareth. And he was subject to them. 
but his mother kept all these things in her heart, all the stuff that she has heard, all the stuff that she had received, all the, the acclimates that they have said about Jesus. She kept that all in, in her heart. And it says that Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. You know, Jesus was one, you know, that he's an example to us because, you know, even though he knew he had authority, even though he, he knew he was doing it, he was doing it. He, has, he was humble, you know, and yes, he, he went home with his parents and he was obedient to them and he increased. He was doing the will of God. You know, he was doing what God has called him, but he knew that he also had another a will that he had to fulfill was the will of a son towards his parents. And that's why he did in verse 51, you know, and, and there's a call. He had a call, but his call was going to come even more important later on. We have a call that we need to meet. And you know that call. So please, whatever God is telling you to do, the time is now. Let us focus on what we need to do. Let us keep our minds on the Lord. 21 day fast. Come on now. I know some of you guys will say, oh, I didn't have my coffee yet. Well, neither, neither have I. And I won't have no coffee. You, you got to have that tea. You got to have some hot stuff. You know, but God is going to help you through this Daniel fast and God is going to bless you and God is going to reveal things to you. So be open to his spirit, be open to his calling upon you because God is on the move and God's about to bless every single one of you in a mighty and powerful way. So let's get ready. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for everyone that is watching and listening, oh Lord. I pray your blessings upon them, Father God. I pray, my Lord, that you would just reveal more to them, Father. I pray, Father God, that they will be strengthened by you, my Lord, that you would direct their steps, Father God. I thank you that for you, all things are possible, my Lord, for nothing is impossible for they that believe, Father. I thank you, Father God, that you created us with purpose. And Father, in this season that we're in, as we're coming into this Daniel fast, Father, Father God, that you would just strengthen us, that you would just guide us, that you can reveal things to us, Father, in our in our time with you, Father, in our in our in our dreams, Father God, when we are, are zooming, Father God, and, and Bible study, Father God, that you can continue to reveal things to us. Help us to be sensitive to your presence, Father God. And I thank you in advance what you're going to do for every single one of us, Father. I thank you, Father, for opening up eyes. I thank you for healing. I thank you for restoration, Father God. I thank you for meeting needs. I thank you for open doors, Father God. I also thank you for closing doors that need to be closed, Father God. I thank you, my Lord God, because you are sitting on the throne and there's nothing impossible for you and for them that believe in you, Father. I thank you for what you're doing in this season. In Jesus' name, amen and amen, amen. All right, family, have a blessed week. Keep your focus, keep your focus. The best is yet to come. Let's get ready to receive that, amen.